Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Lake Show underway on a bitterly cold night. Steve Thompson in for Henry Lake, Chris Tubbs. Is our producer. He is the adult supervision and is going to keep this thing out of the ditch until 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah, we can count on that. Timberwolves uh, head out on the road. We'll get into that in more detail coming up. But I do want to start with the weather. And this isn't, you know, the old, the media trying to cook up. This is deadly cold, folks. Um, I, I've lived in these parts my entire life. Uh, and and on occasion, people move in from somewhere else in the country. You know, there there are people that maybe were, were born and raised down south and now career-wise live here in the Twin Cities or out west or from out east. Um, this is the no-fooling-around kind of weather that we're dealing with here. You go on a little road trip, uh, you get stranded in your car, you're in trouble kind of weather. And I, I just want to reiterate that because I've, I've been around a while. I, I've got some miles on me. There's there's still tread on the tire, but i got some miles on me. You don't fool around with this. This is the no doubt, let people know where you're going. Even if you're driving to Cub. Even if you need to pick something up at Target, even if you're going to run into the office, let people know and check in. I mean, this is one of those things where, hey, if it's garbage night at your house and you're taking the barrel out to the curb and God forbid you slip and fall and go down and you can't get back up or or you hit your head, it's one of those. Officially right now, here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, now, now depending where you are here in the metro area, but the official temp right now at MSP, 10 below. That's air temp. Uh, the winds right now out of the west at 16, gusting to 30, and they'll continue to go up. Our wind chill right now at 33 below. So I, I just want to start there, and we're going to reiterate this, that this is no fooling around. This is no joke. Shouldn't be out playing in this weather in any way, shape, or form. There's no playing now. This is the real deal. Uh, to the point where this morning when I got up, I, I, I joked on Twitter early in the day, I felt like I was preparing for a spacewalk. I went out into the garage and got my 
old snow boots. I've had these things for years. Rarely put them on anymore. I, I put on snow pants. I got out the ugly blue coat with the hood. I mean the ugly, um, bought it in the 90s coat that I only get out in the most severe weather. It's got a hood. This thing's ugly. Um, I got the big gloves on. I had my wife put a scarf on kind of weather. And that only happens every few years. Got it all cleaned up, went to work. Uh, So if you plan on being out and about at all, tonight, overnight, tomorrow, before the winds finally lay down on Christmas Eve Saturday, be careful out there. And and we'll keep an eye on that weather uh, for you. And and I don't do that very much. And, And I've been... Talking about the weather as part of my duties here at CCO for a long time. Started here in October of 97. And and take that job pretty seriously. Whether it's severe weather season in the spring and summer, or we get the winter weather. I I, I don't do this very much. I e, Even if we have severe thunderstorms rolling through the area, I, I don't push the panic button. I lay out the facts. This is one... And this is a couple of days now where we got to take care of each other when it comes to weather. Look out for your neighbor, please, uh, during this weather situation. All right, let's get back to the world of sports uh, and, and get into some. Because of the weather, the Minnesota Golden Gopher men's basketball team played mighty sh- Chicago State today at the barn. And Marcus Fuller, who covers the team for the Star Tribune, sent a, a photo during warm-ups. <laughs> and he pointed out there were more people on the floor and in the bench area than there were in the stands. Gophers found a way to win 58-55 to get Alcorn State in a week. Um, my thought on all of this, and, and there are a number of members of the media, including a veteran sports writer, that says, why are they not putting more Summit League opponents on the non-conference schedule. Why aren't you getting in South Dakota or South Dakota State? Or why aren't you getting in North Dakota State or North Dakota or other teams out of the Summit League? Bring in Creighton. Um, St. Thomas, now a member of that esteemed league. And I know you don't want to, you know, promote the fact that St. Thomas is now D1. I, I think people know that already. So so why not schedule the Tommies every year at the barn? And maybe do a home-and-home home where, where the Tommies maybe put in a floor at the XL Energy Center when the Wild are on the road. In some years, you play in St. Paul. Or, or maybe with the Timberwolves on the road, you, you play St. Thomas at Target Center on a neutral floor. Wouldn't that be fun? Instead of just getting Chicago State. Now, I know they were supposed to play tonight at the barn, and, and weather changed all of that. But but I wish the, the Golden Gophers would think big and bring in some, some regional D1 teams. No disrespect to Chicago State. They, they damn near won the game today, but... Um, I don't know about you, Chris Tubbs, but 
when you see that kind of schedule making, whether it comes to the football or the men's basketball, or, or for that matter, women's basketball, I, I think Lindsey Whalen and the Golden Gophers, you know, they, they played some no names. Bring in Summit League teams. Why yeah. not? Well, you've got alumni from a lot of those universities that live here in the Twin For Cities. Sure. I mean, in the- case, case in point, I'm an NDSU grad. I would love to see the Bison take on, you know, the University Absolutely. of Minnesota. And, and, I mean, number one, the travel is not going to be nearly as hellacious as some of these non-conference. And not saying well, that... Here, here, here's another part of all of it. Okay. And, and let, let's just talk about that. Travel for the teams and the fans. But here's another thing. The, the fans are going to come to town. They're going to come from Sioux Falls or Brookings or anywhere along that I-29 corridor. Yeah. And they might spend a little money in town. Economic development, hotel. Steve. Economic development. Yeah. Absolutely. And... And as far as playing St. Thomas, anybody who follows sports at all knows that St. Thomas has gone D1. I, lo- I love that idea. Like, when you mentioned it, I'm like, it, it makes sense. Like, St. Thomas has the money to do it. The U of M has the money to do it. I mean, you, you think about what that would do. And, and, I mean, do the Gophers want to give up some of that D1 shine to maybe the casual fan that, that doesn't know? <laughs> You know, because yeah, I mean, what, I, I, th- what, I, th- I think whatever. That, yeah, that that is thinking so small, and hopefully it's on the drawing board. I'm, I'm not going to rip anybody here because I don't know what's going on behind the scene. But to me, to borrow a phrase from um, some mortgage company, it's the biggest no-brainer in the history of mankind, in my opinion, to schedule a tilt in men's and women's hoop. Maybe do a double header if you're going to go to the trouble. To put a court at the X in the year St. Thomas hosts, or you go to the trouble to maybe play over at Target Center, so you're kind of doing a neutral floor. Um, you're you're not playing in the barn. Yeah, okay. but but at, but at the same time, what is the incentive for the U of M? Like, how does I, I understand? You know, St. Thomas gets the rub from the U of M, but I you know just spitballing here. What good does it do the U of M? To Maybe schedule something with more Thomas. people to show up if if they do play their year, it's their turn at the barn, and they have a men's and women's doubleheader, St. Thomas, or they spread it out, whatever they want to do. But but my idea would be pretty cool to play a doubleheader. Is you'd probably you'd probably fill the barn. You you you'd probably create a little juice around this game, other than getting in the Chicago states of the world to play a game. Uh, it, that that's where I'm coming. I mean, this is about creating interest in a very crowded sports marketplace. And if the U, I I know it would be big for St. Thomas, but come on, um, it, it's not exactly Golden Go for men's basketball or Golden Go for women's basketball is lighting the world on fire. They need a little pub as well. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they, they do. But at the same time. And I mean, this would be you know several years out. And again, we we don't know you know what you know. We're just kind of spitballing hypothetically on the surface. Again, I, I mean, the, the U of M is is the big dog at, at this point. I I just are they? Well, I I mean, you look at the the U of M absolutely in terms of collegiates, pretty much dominates well, this market. And and they, they have been, been they've been the only game in town for a hundred years. Correct. That's changed. And now, compete. 
compete. This is a super crowded sports marketplace. Once once upon a time, the Golden Gophers, pre-Vikings, pre-Twins, were, were the only big-time sports in town. Mm-hmm. That was that was early 60s. So fast forward 60 years, and now St. Thomas is a player. They're, they're, they're showing they can compete in D1. That will get stronger. I, I think this attitude, we're going to pretend they don't exist. We're going to pretend that that St. Thomas doesn't exist over there in St. Paul. Sorry. Well, I, I don't think it, I, I, I don't think you can go that route. I mean, I don't think the U of M would, you know, just blatantly be like, okay, you know, they, they don't exist because we all know that they exist. And the, and, and the success that they've had going D1, like, is, I think it's, damn near unprecedented like you right. make that jump from d3 and i mean steve you know you know you've covered d3 i've covered d3 we both covered d2 we both covered d1 we see the difference and you know we, we see you know what that what that hill is that mountain is and saint thomas dominated d3 and they have absolutely i think been much more competitive at d1 so much quicker which is fantastic for the, that university and now, okay, you know, you, you had my attention. Well, now you have their attention. What? But at the end of the day, again, it, there's got to be some sort of give and take. Yeah, and, and I think it, it's butts and seats and it's interest in a televised game. People, people would, would find that game. Hey, St. Thomas is playing Minnesota. The, the two local D1 programs are going head-to-head. You can make an event out of this and – the sooner the better. Make an event out of it. Make it. And and in fairness to the women's team, they did play North Dakota State on the road in Fargo, and they got beat 71-65. So they they did play. Um, They had Eastern Illinois at home, and they got a win 59-48. I'm just saying that they they could pump up their non-conference schedules. I mean, let's face it. They're, They're... as much as this is Big Ten territory, it's now Summit League territory as well. And I, and I say, why not embrace it? You know, it, it is a very crowded sports marketplace with the Wild, the Timberwolves, the Twins, the Vikings, mm-hmm. Minnesota United FC, the Minnesota Lynx. I mean, they, there's a lot going on in this town. And I, I think the U needs to be more to engage the local sports fan, to give them an arena or, or a reason to show up at the arena Outside of the Big Ten schedule. But, but at the same time, don't you do that at a point when this program is you – know, it's it's okay, I feel, to want to you – know, and again, playing devil's advocate. It, it's okay if you want to you know make this agreement to play the other D1 in the market. I totally, I, I totally get that. But the last thing you want is for this brand-new upstart that just joined D1 within a matter of four or five years – to be able to one up you in the market, like if, if you're the U of M, you can you can do this. But the last thing you want is to give people the impression that you're vulnerable right now, especially with all of the NIL money. Like you don't want to be the second best team D one in the market. That that's absolutely, and I feel like. Yeah. The, the U of M has a ways to go before they got to get this program back to being competitive in the Big Ten. Yeah, well, I, I, I just think it's a missed opportunity.
Uh, and if you've got a thought on it, you're always welcome. City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, the number there is 651-461-9226. Uh, City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Always open to you for all our shows here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. We'll get to some of the other headlines uh, a little bit later on this hour, Bob Nightingale uh, will join us here on the program. And uh, Bob's going to get into that Carlos Correa deal. Thought he was going to the Giants. Now he ends up with the Mets. What what exactly is going on there? Bob Nightingale at about 635. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today around the corner timberwolves wild vikings uh we'll get into all of that momentarily here on news talk e3o wcco lake show steve thompson in for henry lake i'm typically in on saturday afternoons uh holiday programming gets started this saturday at 11 a.m and we'll take that right through christmas day on sunday and then kind of return to normal on monday here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Timberwolves hit the road. Uh, they will be on this trip in Boston, Miami, New Orleans, and Milwaukee. I don't know if you could diagram a tougher trip right now in the NBA than Boston, Miami, New Orleans, Milwaukee. Um, to the game, game two, or that two-game stand at Target Center with the Mavericks, I, I watched a lot of that game. And at the end, it came down to they generally did a poor job defending the three-point shot late in the game. And in turn, they missed some wide-open looks at the three-late ball game. I, I don't know if it gets a lot more complicated than that. Well, plus they only shot 10 free throws. Well, yeah, but I, I, I'm just talking when the game was on the line at crunch time, they didn't really guard the three or tried to guard the three. And they had some good looks because the Mavericks clearly weren't trying to guard the three, and they didn't. They did not get any down. I mean, it, otherwise, pretty even game. Uh, Would have been nice to get the sweep over the Mavericks in that two gamer. That's a tough trip, Chris. Boston, Miami, New Orleans, Milwaukee. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You. I mean, oh. the the one thing that's missing right there is Cleveland with the way that Donovan Mitchell was playing. But other than that. I mean, you you got to go through some beasts, and oh yeah, by the way, when you're coming back around, you go through New Orleans, and uh, this guy named Zion, who apparently is healthy right now, and that's, I mean, a healthy Zion, I don't think we've really seen him healthy at the NBA level, and if he gets to that point, that's just going to be another chink in the armor that I feel like the Wolves are going to have to, they're going to have to overcome. Because That's another club to worry about, for yep. sure. But the Celtics have been good. The the Heat have been better. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, Zion in New Orleans. And then Milwaukee and Giannis. Oh, my. On the on this four-game trip. By the way, uh, the Wild are on a roll. They beat the Ducks late last night to stay hot. Didn't stay up. I I, I tried the first period, and I was kind of like, nah, I'm, I'm done. Uh, they're in San Jose to play the Sharks late tonight. Another school night. Probably won't see the end of that one. And then it's the holiday break. Uh, much more on the Vikings coming up. Uh, we'll get into all of that here on the program. Uh, first, a break for the weather. Then Bob Nightingale 
uh, will join us in Odyssey MLB Insider and, of course, from USA Today, uh, the Correa thing, and much more with Bob here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. So once upon a time, Carlos Correa was a member of the Minnesota Twins. And we all knew that uh, after one year, he could opt out. He ultimately did, and the Twins tried to get Correa back. He ends up agreeing to a deal with the San Francisco Giants. A 13-year, $350 million contract. And then we wake up one morning and say, nope, he's with the New York Mets. What happened there? Well, we we thought we'd bring in uh, a man in the know, and uh, that man in the know is certainly uh, CMLB insider Bob Nightingale. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data insights. The sports books don't want you to see Bet Smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Bob, always good to visit with you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, Bob, uh, this Correa thing, it is. Uh, Twins fans very disappointed. Had a good year for the Twins. Uh, They were contending for a good chunk of the season. Uh, Fans had high hopes he would come back. Ultimately, the Giants, 13 years, $350 million. And then that falls apart, and now he's with the Mets. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they did not like something that's on the physical from way back, from 2014 with an ankle injury. Obviously, it didn't bother the Twins. They made that kind of uh, offer to 10 years. So Scott Boris went back to Twins saying, well, he's a free agent now. Uh, do you want him? And the Twins said, well, you know, we're not going to up our offer. We're a little alarmed, too, what the Giants saw. So the Mets say, you know what, we'll take our chance on him. He took it physical in New York today, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so not a done done deal, but uh, Correa to the Mets, and their really unprecedented spending spree continues. Bob, if this deal ultimately goes through, and they're they're fine with the physical, and he officially joins the club, they they're, they're going to have a luxury tax of one hundred eleven million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I mean, their luxury tax penalty is higher than 10 uh, teams in Major League Baseball. Uh, the disparity is just growing greater and greater and greater. I mean, you're talking about if you throw in the luxury tax, you know, the Mets payroll is about $500 million. Uh, there's about eight or nine or 10 teams below $100 million. So, you know, baseball baseball's worried about that. I'm obviously the only sport without a salary cap. And usually the most disparity in the sport. Yeah, and there are other clubs spending a ton of money Think of the Yankees. The Dodgers have been the big money club, but the Mets are blowing the doors off the Dodgers this season. Yeah, I mean, the uh, well, Dodgers have hardly spent. I mean, Dodgers have spent just about as, as little as anybody else. Uh, they're trying to get below that luxury tax. They want to uh, go all in on Shohei uh, Otani next year. But, you know, the Potters are being Otani, so will the Mets, of course. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're throwing money around wildly right now. Uh, I mean, here's here's the Padres, for instance. They just spent $280 million on Daniel Bogarts. They already had two shortstops. So now they got three shortstops. Two will be playing in a, uh, out of position. Yeah, and it's amazing. You know, Correa got the security. You can't blame him 
for taking the deal as agent Scott Boris, uh, you know, quickly pivoted from the Giants and had somebody in waiting in the Mets. So you, you can't blame Correa uh, for, for taking that, that security. But the move to third base really stands out as well. Yeah, it's almost, uh, you know, reminds you, there's certainly so much of Alex Rodriguez when the Yankees signed yeah. him and kept Derek Jeter at shortstop. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how he does at third base. He's never played it. Uh, you know, he's a star player. Now he's, you know, on a team full, full of stars. Uh, but what a division. I mean, if you're, a, uh, if you're the Washington Nationals or Miami Marlins, you're thinking, oh, my God, what's going on here with the Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies, and, of course, Atlanta. Atlanta's a giant, too. Yeah, and, Bob, you, you, you brought up, you know, concerns around the game about this because, you know, are are we in reality at a point where, you know, going into the 23 season, how many clubs legitimately have the pitching depth in the everyday lineup to be able to compete? Now, with the expanded playoffs, anything can happen in a short series. I get all of that. But, you know, if, if you're a Pirates fan or a Royals fan, you got to be thinking – now what? Yeah, at least you're in the right division, Steve. I mean, if you're going to be a small market team, a, a mid-market team, you want to be in the NL Central or the AL Central because no one's spinning wildly. Uh, you know, the Cubs aren't. The Cardinals aren't. The Cubs and Cardinals certainly could if they wanted to. Nobody in the AL Central. So, you know, so if you're the Twins, you think, thank God you're in the AL Central, not the AL East and the AL West. Yeah. And after the Korea thing, has it does settled? Is there anything out there that that you see? I mean, pretty much all the big names have signed. Uh, you know, the, the the Cubs got their deal done for a shortstop. So, I mean, it, it seems as though the dust is going to settle a little bit, Bob. Yeah, I mean, now everybody's all the big free agents are gone. Yeah. So yeah, the the dust will settle. Uh, you know, not not it's about the trading season. We'll see who trades for what. That sort of thing. But the big time free agents are, are done. All right, you you brought up the central division, and and I, I want to get into that in a moment. But one one more follow up to all of this in the spending. What are you hearing? What can be done ultimately to maybe level the playing field? The NFL they share all their television revenue. It's a hard cap league. Uh, the NBA is is a cap league. They they share a ton of television revenue. The NHL, uh, a very hard cap league. They even limit what top free agents can get uh, on the open market. You know, the, the the top guys in the game can't make more than about thirteen million dollars a year, uh, and they they they've kind of controlled their spending. But but what about baseball? What what could be done to level it out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously the owners would love a salary cap and the union says no, and we're seeing why the union says no. You know, when, when guys like Steve Cohen could care less, uh, you know, what the luxury tax penalty is. You know, when uh, Peter Siler, the Padres, a small market team, could care less what the salary cap is, you know, just going right past it. So, I mean, obviously these teams, the big market teams, you know, Yankees, Mets, you know, Cubs, you pay a lot more for your franchise. So I understand where, you know, they think, wait a minute now, we're not going to share all of our, you know, local TV money because we paid a lot more for our teams. But, you know, there's a problem involved when you have a team with a uh, $500 million payroll 
you know, that in, in teams that are a hundred million dollars, I mean, you know, four hundred million dollar difference. Uh, you know, baseball hates that. That's a huge, huge disparity. The union loves that. The players love that. But you know, you know, the, the sad part is like right now. You know, here we are a few months before spring training or opening day, and we can probably tell you right now. You know, you and I can predict, Steve, who's going to be in the playoffs. There's 12 teams. I guarantee the two of us will get at least 10 of them right. Yeah, and that that that's certainly. Uh, a problem that MLB faces. All right, let's get over to the American League Central, talk about that. Twins wanted Correa back. Um, we, those numbers have floated around out there, 10 years, 285. I, I'm not sure what you heard about the Twins' offer on that. They miss on Correa, and now they're in kind of a tough spot. They get Joey Gallo on a one-year deal, but haven't been able to do too much else. No, you know, they haven't, and they, we'll see. I mean, the Cleveland, you know, Cleveland Guardians didn't do much. The White Sox got Ben and Tenney, but not much. So the division's wide open. I mean, uh, if you go just payroll disparity, that might be the best division in baseball as far as, you know, teams on the equal footing for uh, uh, for salary. So, uh, yeah, the, the Twins get fortunate here. Gallo becomes a Gallo when he was in Texas. You know, the Twins keep it right there with Cleveland and Chicago. Yeah, do you think Cleveland is poised to repeat what they did in 22? Because it was a surprise, and Cleveland was, you know, a, a tough out in the postseason as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, seeing here right now, Steve, I got to say the Guardians are the heavy favorite. The way they played, uh, all their young players and everything else, uh, that, you know, I, I think they'll get better because they have more experience and everything else. Uh, I like Cleveland to win the division. I do. I, I think they're a uh, sneaky, strong team. It reminds you a little bit of Tampa Bay Rays uh, in in the AL East. You know, they um, they're so smart, do things right. They're showing you can you can win with a uh, small payroll. They were the youngest team in baseball. Boy, and a tip of the cap to Terry Francona. What a managing job, Bob. Yeah, he is tremendous. I mean, you've been around Steve. Just a great, great person as well. Obviously, a Hall of Fame manager. You know when he's uh, when, when he retires, uh, but to have a team that young, to have a team that believes, you know, they didn't do anything at the trade deadline, then at the end they kind of you know run away from the pack. You know, I mean, Chicago thought they're going to catch them, they blew right past Chicago in September. So yeah, fabulous job by Frank Lone. Yeah, and then a little bit on the White Sox, you, you mentioned the move. That that was a team that just underachieved all year. Still a pretty talented ball club if they can get off to a better start and th- there's maybe a little bit better vibe around the team. It, things just didn't go right at all for them in 22. No, I mean, if you throw away, you know, throw out just a couple of guys, you know, uh, obviously, you know, Dylan Cease had a tremendous season. Uh, you know, the young uh, outfielder in, uh, I'm trying to think of his name now, left field, and now they're moving to first base. Uh, you know, he was their, uh, their, their, their strong rookie two years ago. Uh, you know, he's done, he did a tremendous job. Otherwise, everybody underachieved on that team. That, you know, it was dreadful to watch. Uh, it's almost like, you know, they almost quit. You know, they quit on La Russa. They quit under Miguel Cairo. So they brought a new manager. We'll, we'll see what happens. But at some point, the players have got to look themselves in the mirror. Yeah, Bob, always good to visit with you. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, and um, it, it is bitterly cold 
uh, here in the Twin Cities. I don't I don't know if you heard the weather before we went on the air. Actual air temp ten below, wind chill thirty three below. Wow, a little chilly. I mean, I'm in Phoenix. I'm a little cold here, Steve. It's probably <laughs> low fifties, and it's about it's about fifteen degrees colder than normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for I'm sure. Standing out, I'm yeah. standing outside talking to. I'm standing outside talking right now without a jacket. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy, Bob. Thanks so much for the time, as always. My pleasure. Take care, Steve. Happy holidays. All right. That was Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale. Insider Call is presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Uh, Much more coming up here in the Lake Show, uh, including the Twins offseason so far. We'll, We'll talk about that a bit. Here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. 10 below actual air temp, wind chill stands at 33 below. Winter storm warning in effect until Christmas Eve at 6 a.m. And that uh, wind chill advisory until Christmas Eve at noon. So, uh, big time cold and just outside the metro area. Blizzard warnings, in effect, and out out in those rural areas, open areas, uh, no travel advised, and that's good chunk of North Dakota, big part of South Dakota, uh, big part of Western Minnesota, all of Southern Minnesota, and Northern Iowa, parts of Western Wisconsin, as well. So, no fooling around in the weather department. As far as the twins go. And, and we'll get into this in more detail as we move through the night. More needs to be done. I don't think there's any doubt about it. We got into Bob Nightingale with what happened with Carlos Correa ending up with the Giants and now the Mets and the physical and all of that. Um, more needs to be done. And I, I, I think Chris Tubbs, we're, we're going to get into that. You know, Joey Gallo, okay. You know, they roll the dice. Low risk, high reward type of one-year deal. But there is time, and there certainly is before the start of the regular season, chance to make some deals to just shore up some things in this everyday lineup and in that bullpen. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, there are – I feel like, yeah, there's time to turn it around, but right now I feel like the Minnesota Twins have um, – well, we'll get into it with our uh, Festivus – and the airing of grievances because I've got some grievances with the Minnesota Twins, and uh, I can't really get to them in about fifty seconds. Yeah, and we've got the news and weather, and I, I think that is a good lead-in to what we're going to do. If you've seen the Seinfeld episode, if you've heard about Festivus, that uh, made-up holiday, if you will, about airing grievances, etc. We we are going to do that. Uh, the Minnesota Sports Festivus uh, airing grievances. I think we'll have a little fun with that. I think we'll have a lot of fun with that uh, coming up. But to to sum up, uh, I I think the Twins need to do more to create a buzz going into the 23 campaign. Joey Gallo doesn't do that. More needs to be done to create that buzz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 